In life, we all know that some things can happen unexpectedly. Some may ultimately change your heart and shift your direction. This is a journey of love and how the Holy Spirit did exactly that. This story will walk through the 24 months of an incredible soul-felt journey with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He will share in many events that could be considered spirit-led or miracles. This is Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. Hi, this is Lori, and I'm so happy that you could join me again today. And I'm really excited that you're becoming a part of my story. It means a lot to me. Now, in the last episode, episode 11, I did share with you, the listener, the moment that I fell in love with God and how it made me feel. And the funny part was that I had to tell my husband that I was falling in love with someone else. And that was a funny moment. So if you didn't get to hear episode 11, please do go back and give it a listen. You might find it quite humorous. Because when I look back at that time, I really find it quite humorous now that I think about it. Now I'm really excited because I have a lot to share with you today. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, your favorite chair, and let's share this time. Now, if you had the opportunity to listen to the other episodes, you will know that I started working for a company by the name of Life Touch, which I found quite amusing at the time because I felt I was touching life. Now, I also said that I opened my Bible and I closed it just as fast as I opened it because I could not understand the scriptures. Now, that was quite a dilemma because I still wanted to know more about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but I did not understand the Bible but my job gave me that opportunity. I found myself going to cities all over Tennessee and surrounding areas, and these are some of the cities that I frequent. I went to Illinois, Kentucky, Chapel Hill, Crossville, Nashville, Brentwood, Loretto, Oak Ridge, Missouri, Spring Hill, Hendersonville, White House, Cookville, Goodlettsville, Lewisburg, Lebanon, Paris, Jamestown, Columbia, and those are just the ones I remember. I met some amazing people everywhere I went. Each church was a different denomination, and it was a wonderful experience for me to share with them and have them give me information. They were so welcoming and open to share things about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So that's where I started learning a lot. So if you're one of those smiling faces, that stood in front of my camera those days or sat with me and just shared your heart, I want to thank you at this time. As I traveled to these destinations, I began to call these my adventures because I locked in my GPS and away I went and I got to see a lot of the countryside here in Tennessee, which is very beautiful and amazing in itself. Now what I think is interesting What happened to me a lot of times when I was driving is I would see signs all over the place pointing to him. I would see signs that said, eyes on Jesus in people's yards. I would see God is love and big billboard signs. I would see street signs that said Trinity and many, many, many more. Now, isn't that funny when you have something on your mind, it seems like everywhere you look, you see it. And that's what was happening to me. I had him on my mind and for some reason, He was putting things in front of my eyes so I could always see him around every corner. It's amazing. You may think those are just coincidence, 
but I don't think so. I had the opportunity to meet a lot of wonderful people, and a lot of them shared information that they had, and it was an amazing time. I remember one in particular, I was at one of the churches, and the deacon took me actually into the sanctuary, and he explained many things, and then he took out a hymnal, and he sang me a song. It was just me, him, in the sanctuary, in the quiet, and he sang me a song, and that touched my soul. I also had a young woman by the name of Amy come out as I was leaving, hug my neck, and she gave me a rosary and showed me how to pray. She touched my soul as well. I had so many people and so many stops that were amazing. Now I have many stories while working, however, I'm gonna limit it to one day in particular. Now we got to the church that day and we set up our studio like we normally do and we were waiting for the first client to arrive. I was sitting at my desk and my trainer was standing on the opposite side of the desk. And while we were standing there, the door opened and the first client was walking in. Now I could see the client, but my trainer did not. And I see that the client is in a wheelchair with obvious disabilities. And I will admit to you, my listener, ashamed to say that I have a problem sometimes knowing what to say or how to react I'm not ever sure how to do that. So I didn't tell Tanya that, but I told Tanya, hey, could you just show me how to pose them in the studio because I wasn't sure what to do. So she said, sure, no problem, and we went into the studio. And Tanya started to work with them, and she started to work around the wheelchair, and while she did, I saw something. I saw mom loving her daughter. Now I backed up into the shadows of the studio. I was behind the lights. And as I watched the care that this mom had for her daughter, I was moved and I started to cry. And at that time I prayed, thanking God that I have not had to deal with that, number one. And then I asked him, I am missing so much love. Teach me how to love like you. Because that was amazing to watch. Now I had 11 sessions that day, but four really stood out. My first client arrived, and I went ahead and brought them back, and it was a mom and her son. He was a teenager, approximately about 15, 16. And they had two eight by 10 pictures of his sisters who were away at college. And mom instructed me, every picture must have those two pictures in it. And I thought, wow, that's an unusual request. I've never seen that before. But I told her, let's go ahead and have some fun, and let's see how creative we can be. And I took many pictures with the photos, and I took one of the son in particular, holding both of his sister's pictures, shrugging his shoulder, saying like, where are you guys? Mom's making me do this by myself. And that was amazing. They bought that photo in a wall portrait. My next client was a teen and a mom. And as they walked in, I noticed how stylish the teen was. So cute. They had a baseball style cap with the brim flipped up. They had their jeans, they had their Converse shoes with the tongue flipped out, and then they had this pink scarf wrapped around their neck and had this beautiful angelic face with these big, beautiful eyes and a radiant smile. And I said, wow, you are gorgeous. Come on back. And I brought him back into the studio and I always asked, what's the relationship? I said, mom and daughter? And she said, no. This is my son. I said, okay, sorry, 
but you are absolutely gorgeous. Let's get started and have some fun. And I went ahead and started to take their photos. Now we always have a set amount of photos that we take. We take some together and some individually. So when I went to take the son's photo, he had the scarf around his neck and I asked him, what's that scarf? And he said, it's a cross gender flag. And I said, really? I said, let's open it up. So we opened up the flag across the backdrop. It took the whole backdrop up and started to take his picture. And he was beautiful and did an amazing job. But besides that, what I saw that day is I saw a mom standing on the sideline, beaming this radiant love for her child. Again, I saw love between a mom and a child. What an amazing moment. Now my next client came in and they had a son about 12. But when I took a closer look, he was an older gentleman and he seemed to have some learning disabilities and he refused to come in the studio. He refused to sit. He kept telling me, I'm not sitting, I'm going over here, and he was very adamant about where he wanted to be. So I started working with his parents, and I could see him on the outskirts of the studio running around. We kept trying to coax him in, and finally we got him to come in. But he was refusing to sit and just giving us a difficult time. But I witnessed his parents being so patient and kind and loving with him, till we finally got him to sit down and I was able to take his photos. Now after the photos were done, we always go and show him the photos at our station. And the parents were sitting there and I was doing a presentation. And what I witnessed was this. He was running around all out of control and he would stop and he would come and he would kiss his dad on the cheek. That tender moment. And then he would run off again. And he'd run around a little bit and he'd come back and he'd kiss his mom on the cheek another tender moment and he'd run around the building and he did this several times and again I saw love that day between a parent and a child amazing and then my next client came in and it was two gentlemen and they looked very much alike so I thought they were brothers I brought them into the studio and I started chatting with them and I asked them what's the relationship and they said we got married last week so our session consisted of a couple shoot. And after that, I took him to the station and then I closed out my day. And I realized that that was the best sale date I've ever had. Now, if you remember the very first session we had that day, my trainer, Tanya, did it. And I stood in the shadows and I prayed as I cried. And I asked, please teach me how to love like you. He orchestrated a day for me that there's no way I could have done that and he showed me love everywhere I looked at every turn and every walk of life. He's amazing. And I am a work in progress. Now to add a little flavor to this particular episode, let me tell you something else that happened. As you know, anything that said God on it, I was searching and I was looking into doing it. And this was no different. Across my phone, it said 21 day prayer fast, and I thought, perfect. Think about this. I could pray and I could fast and I could stand to lose a little bit of weight. And this might work. So I did this. So when I looked at that a little bit further, it said the first thing you could do was no food for 21 days. And I thought, hey, no way. I'm doing 21 days with no food. It's not going to happen. I will be passed out on the floor. The second one was to no social media for 21 days. And I thought, well, that's okay. I've already done that. I did it when I got baptized. So I thought that was kind of lame to do it again. 
And the third one was the Daniel diet, which is basically a vegetarian diet, and you can go ahead and pray. So I thought that one fits. That one's the one that's going to work. So that's what I did. I did the Daniel diet for 21 days, and I prayed, and I fasted. Okay, so I'm doing that, and I do the 21 days, and the 21 days are up, and I walk into my daughter's house at that point, and I say, I want to run a 5K. And she looked at me like I had an eye in the middle of my forehead. And she said, are you kidding me? You haven't exercised in years. How are you going to run a 5K? And I said, I don't know, but I want to run a 5K. So I said, do you want to do it with me? And she said, sure. So I went home that evening, and I looked at my apps, and I found a very cool app that says Couch Potato to 5K in eight weeks. Now, I'm going to leave this right here, and you're going to have to come back to the next episode to find out if I made it to my 5K. Before I end this episode, I have a few parting words. Yes, he is teaching me how to love like him, and every day is an adventure. And I am his child, and I will forever be a work in progress because he's not finished with me yet. And I will leave you with a scripture that's one of my favorites. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. And who is love? God is love. And that's an amazing story. And you can find that scripture at 1 Corinthians 13.4. As always, you've blessed my soul by being here this week. Thank you for coming back. Now, join me next week because next week I'm going to share with you how music played a significant part in bringing two people together across the globe. You won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Wishing you an amazing week this week filled with abundant love. This is Laurie signing off. Be kind, be loved, and be the amazing you. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave me a comment. I truly would love to hear from you. This has been Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner. To learn more about Lori's unique journey, visit her blog, Triune Loves Me, at blogspot.com. And be sure to join Lori next time for another episode of Triune Loves Me.